Welcome to a new episode of News and English, a podcast for advanced learners of English in which the news is an excuse for a tiny lesson. Today, fake jobs. In France, it is legal for politicians to employ relatives. Possibly not for long. A major presidential candidate, François Fillon, and the interior minister, Bruno Le Roux, face allegations they used taxpayers' money to pay family members for jobs that were not actually carried out. The two corruption scandals have been exposed in the midst of the run-up to the presidential elections on April 23, 2017. The run-up is a period before an important event. The jobs have been described as fake or fictitious. It is important to understand that these words do not just mean not real. A fundamental component of the meaning is the attempt to pass off as real or pretend to be real. Ultimately, the intention is to deceive or trick. And it doesn't stop here. This is naturally done in order to obtain something in return. Now I wonder, have you noticed the two words, fake and fictitious, start with the letter F? And maybe you know that people who try to pretend they're something they're not are called frauds. Also, a fabrication of the mind is what we call fiction. Wait a minute here, do you think the F sound might have something to do with deception or the action of cheating on people? The use of sounds to evoke meaning is called onomatopoeia. This has already appeared in another episode. You remember, right? I imagine you may think I am exaggerating a bit. But never, never underestimate the power of sounds in English to convey meaning. Whatever the associations, the issue of the fake jobs touches a raw nerve or is a subject that can cause anger or embarrassment. The idea of a raw nerve is effective. While we frequently use raw for something that is uncooked, here it depicts something strong and uncontrolled. And why does the subject touch a raw nerve? This is because it raises suspicions that rules were broken if no evidence of actual or real work were found or if the appointments were not based on true merit. That is to say, if the relatives in question did not fulfill job requirements and were solely given the positions by virtue of being related to someone in power. Now, remember I told you the politicians are facing allegations of wrongdoing? Please note that an allegation is an accusation, or the public announcement that somebody is doing something illegal. It is not an official accusation. Whatever the case, both men were deeply damaged by these allegations of wrongdoing or dishonest behavior. François Fillon who employed his wife, Penelope, and two of his children for several years and denied wrongdoing, was expected to step down 
or withdraw from the presidential race. He did not. But now he is being formally investigated for allegedly or supposedly misusing public money, among other charges. This means that there are serious grounds or strong evidence that the alleged or supposed misuse of money or the allegations may be true. Yes. I am teasing you with the allegation, allegedly alleged trio. My apologies. I just wanted you to see them as noun, adverb, and adjective, and also to listen to the different pronunciations. Oh, and there's another tidbit, or small piece of news. Do you know what word the press used to refer to this scandal? The Penelope Gate, mind you. The faithful listeners and I already have an inside joke. If you wish further clarification for this last comment, you should listen to episode one, Oscar's troubles. Bruno Leroux, on the other hand, who employed his two daughters during summer breaks for several years as parliamentary aides or assistants, was forced to stand down or resign. He tendered his resignation, which is a formal way of saying he resigned, although he denied having done anything illegal. A probe or inquiry or preliminary investigation has been launched to look into or investigate his case. The two beleaguered politicians, beleaguered means they have been subject to strong criticism, have inadvertently stumbled upon a hot-button issue, or one that gets people to show strong feelings and consequently argue a lot about it. One can only hope that scandals like these eventually lead to more transparency. You know, the use of the word transparency, meaning basically absence of corruption, is a bit contentious or controversial. Major dictionaries do not acknowledge it. For further information, visit Transparency International, a global organization devoted to, I quote, stop the abuse of power, bribery, and secret deals. There are a couple of Latinate words, or of Latin origin, that fit this topic like a glove, or perfectly. Before I get into this, you should know I am about to teach you some very fancy terms and you'd do well to use them to show off at um, dinner parties I'm sure you attend when you're not listening to this podcast. One of those words is sinecure. Told you, huh? This is a job in which you work very little or do no work whatsoever but still get a salary. As in... It is wrong to reward supporters with sinecures in government. Or, the public sector should not be overloaded with comfortable sinecures. The other word is nepotism. Or the practice of using one's power to give jobs to relatives or friends. Etymologically, it specifically refers to favouring nephews, but its reference is extended to all those who are appointed to jobs not because they're qualified, but because 
they are expected to return the favor to their employers by either supporting them or by actively engaging in promoting them. Examples are nepotism is the mark of corrupt politics or when nepotism is rampant or widespread democracy is at risk. You stand warned, it's wrong. So that's the end of today's episode. We sign off with a quote by Billy Joel. I'm not going to sing because you know, we're not quite there yet, but you'll know this. It goes, honesty is such a lonely word. Everyone is so untrue. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>